Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. We have none other than my friend and the great, the greatest, as far as I'm concerned, guitar player I've ever known, Doyle Dykes. Come on, Doyle. night I uh, was with a friend of mine he's working on my guitars he says well I gotta go to church and uh, I said well I'll go to church with you and so uh, it was a Catholic church so I went over there and he says hey man would you play for communion I said well when does it start he said five o'clock we got there about two minutes till five o'clock all this stuff was in the car. I grabbed my amp, grabbed this guitar, and I went up, and uh, and the Lord, as always, he filled the house. Amen.
was a couple of years ago I was um, on my way out to Dallas. And I thought, well, I had all these guitars, I'm driving. And so um, as I was just heading right out, uh, in fact, between Cleveland and Ottawa, my wife calls me on the phone. She said, you got to come home. you got to come back. Something's wrong with Haley. And Haley had had, uh, uh, some of you remember Haley. She used to sing with me all the time. She had this big growth on her uh, nodule, they call it, on her vocal cord, uh, vocal cords. And, uh, and they found out she did have cancer, thyroid cancer. They removed all that, plus her parathyroid. And then she... Thinking we could, Rita, my wife, could help her at home with the kids more. She had a, a newborn, and uh, she, went, she had this hypocalcemia attack. It was just the worst thing I'd ever seen. We could have lost my daughter. We actually uh, had an ambulance uh, take her all the way to Nashville. And uh, God's always there. You know, you think, what in the world's going on? And uh, I didn't know it until later, but uh, even the paramedics, they said, that, well, that's Doyle. He's a guitar guy. We're, we'll take his daughter up there. They didn't even charge us. It could have been probably two or $3,000 to take her up there. And they didn't have that kind of money, you know. And uh, on my way out, I drove. I ended up driving. I was at the Believers Convention. Kenneth Copeland was here with Phil Driscoll had asked me to come. So I got here a, a, a couple of days later than I anticipated, and we were just running over some stuff, kind of last minute, and and, uh, and I was just playing. And this thing had been in my head all week, and Phil said, yeah, what is that? I said, I don't know. I've just been in my spirit all week. You know, I've been through a lot this week with my daughter and everything, and it's just been in my spirit. Well, let's do it tonight. <laughs> I said, it's not even a song. Oh, yeah, it is.
Now, all those verses and all that, and that song, I've never written a song like that. It didn't make any sense whatsoever because there are two different verses of different kinds. One sounded kind of Hispanic or Spanish style, you know, and so I call it Cuerdas de Luz, Strings of Light. And I was playing it for Eric Johnson, and I just wrote those verses, and I thought, I don't know which one to do. And Eric said, do both of them. They're great. And they said, can I record that with you? And I'm, Eric's a famous guitar player from Texas, you know. I said, well, I I don't even know if it's finished. He said, it is finished. It's a song. And so he recorded it with me. Sometimes things come like that and, but when you least expect it, you know, but, but God puts something in your spirit. For me as a musician, there's usually some kind of thing with music. But for you, it might be an idea. You know, the Bible says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. People have been asking me, what are you going to do this year? I mean, what's your goals uh, this year? And uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I just want to follow him. Amen. I just want to be on his team. Jesus said, you've not chosen me. I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask, whatever you need, ask the Father and he'll give it to you. In other words, we're on his team. He'll supply that need if it's a new instrument, if it's whatever it might be, and, uh, and God will, if it's a PA system, no matter what it might be, God will give it to you. If it's a building, God will give it to you because we're on his team. And so I, I just want to be in his will, and I want his, what he wants for me in my life. That's what I want for this year. And, and, or, and, and I've not played anything fast, and I'll, I'll do something in a minute, but... times of tribulation when everything goes wrong we've acted on our senses it seems all hope is gone let's just stop our crying and talking foolishly so we can hear his still small voice when he speaks so tenderly jesus said my sheep hear my voice didn't he be still be still and know that i am god I will be exalted among the nations. Be still, be still. Oh, know that I am God. I will be exalted. In the earth, Psalms 46, the Lord of hosts, oh, he's with us. If he's with us, he's for us. 
And if God is for us, who can be against us, right? He's our refuge. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. Be still, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. I will be exalted. In the earth. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> As we'll play it if I have it up here. This is a little guitar I helped design, and it went over really well last year, I have to say. I went to Europe. Uh, thought we were going to Asia and different places, but different, some places around the world. And went to the Czech Republic, and uh, I'm glad they call it that now because it's too hard to, I can't even spell Czechoslovakia, can you? It's, <laughs> Somebody asked me what guitar I carried, and I said, well, I carried these two, and I could have walked out with all kinds. I was with this friend of mine that went to the Catholic church, and he had, he owns a music store, and I could have had a 54 Strat or a 58 and or 60s and any, anything I wanted. And I'm thinking, oh, I'll, I'll just carry what I got here. And I, I forgot there's a lot of guitar players here. I should have done that. I started playing when I was 11 years old in 1965. So it all started back in 65. That's when I first realized I wanted to do something for my Lord. Like my daddy and my Uncle Smitty, I love guitars. They sounded so pretty, and I knew that's just what I was looking for. My first guitar was a silver tone. I wore my fingers to the bone. Played so hard, my fingers got so sore. I knew the guitar was for me. It was bound to be my destiny. Ever since that time, I've been guitar poor. I'm guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, won't you help me? I'm guitar poor, guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, have mercy on the guitar poor. I got flat tops, arch tops, steel string, gut strings, hollow body, hollow body, six string, 12 string, acoustic, electric, and resonators, and more. I got cutaways, non cutaways, upper cutaways, flame tops, flame tops, gold tops, jumbos, dreadnoughts, double loss, triple loss. Man, it's too early. Guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, want to help me? I'm guitar poor. Guitar poor, 
guitar poured. Lord, have mercy on the guitar poured. My wife knows me pretty well, I guess. I was mopping the floors, making the beds. She knew I was up to something for sure. I ran outside of a pickup truck. Wouldn't you know it's just my luck? She hollers out, Doyle, I know you're headed to a music store. There's just one thing I should have grabbed first, a checkbook or a purse. She stood there waving it at the door. I said, come on, honey, now, baby, please, just give me that checkbook so I can leave. She says, just how many guitars do you need? I said, just one more. Guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, won't you help me? I'm guitar poor, guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, have mercy on the guitar poor. Guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, won't you help me? I'm a guitar poor, guitar poor, guitar poor. Lord, have mercy on the guitar poor. <laughs> guitar rich. I'd be singing. I sang it on the Grand Ole Opry last year. Can you believe that? Anyway. song let's start from the beginning have thine own way Lord have thine own way thou art the potter and I am say it the clay Mold me and make me. Mold me and make me after thy will. After thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. While I am waiting, yielded 
and still Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Have thine own way. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, there's some other things I wanted to see in my life this year. And I preached about one of those when, when I was here before. Confidence. I'm believing God for a greater level of confidence than I've ever had in my life. And I don't mean superiority. I mean a confidence Confidence in him, of course, confidence meaning con fideo, with faith, uh, with faith, not an alone faith, amen. This becomes the five loaves and two fishes. I give it to him. There's no telling what he will do with this, but when he does, that I'll have a confidence to walk up and do it, amen. And a confidence, believe that with me, for me, but believe that with me in agreement for you. I'm in agreement that you're going to have more confidence this year. Also, the peace of God that passes all understanding. And I, I got up this morning, and I was uh, just, I've been thinking the last couple of days, and I heard something on the radio about it yesterday. It was a, a little enactment of when Jesus went to his hometown. And uh, he had just been tempted of the devil. This is uh, in, in the, what is it, in Luke chapter 4. Just been tempted of the devil. And then the Bible says he went about doing great things after the Satan tempted him. He went out and did miracles, and people glorified him. I mean, they were amazed at him. He went to his hometown, and he went to the temple, and they opened up the place, you know, in Isaiah, and, and, uh, and Jesus spoke in Isaiah, what was it, 61? Is that, was that it? And then when he said this, and he, and he talked about the Jubilee year, he talked about all these things, and, and uh, Shiloh has come, <clears throat> basically is what he was saying. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. I don't have time to go through that whole thing. But they thought, what? Because he read the scripture and he sat down, and every eye in the place was on Jesus. He said, today, as we sit here, this is being fulfilled. He was proclaiming himself as the Christ. Shiloh has come. And they said, what? Isn't this the son? I mean, you came over and 
fixed our dining room table. You, you built my the headboard on my bed. You were a carpenter and a carpenter's son. Who do you think you are coming here and telling us this in the temple? And then uh, Jesus talked and he said, Come, why don't you heal yourself or why don't you heal people here in your own hometown? And uh, Jesus said, that's a problem. A prophet is not without honor anywhere else except in his own country, among his own relatives, in his hometown. And he could not do any mighty works because of that. You remember that story? Then after, you know, after they got so mad at him, and they started mealy-mouthing, well, what are you, are you saying that, that you know, and uh, that we're just nothing, and you're greater than us, and you're all this stuff. And, and uh, don't you know that just irritated the daylights out of him? His own people. And they got so mad at him, they took him to the edge of a cliff and were going to throw him head first down and kill him. But the wonderful thing about this, and this is in the, uh, as I call it, you know the guitar player of the Bible, you know that, I've been here enough to know, what is it? The Amplified. Thank you very much. That's what I like about Texas, you're so courteous. Because it's not all that funny, but it is in a way, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> and this was in Luke four. Let me just read this one little script or little verse here. I solemnly say to you that no prophet is acceptable and welcome in his own hometown or country. But I tell you, there are many. And he went on to say things that happened in the Old Testament. Rising up, they pushed and drove him out of the town, laying hold on him, and they led him to the projecting upper part of the hill on which their own town was built, that they might hurl him headlong down over the cliff. I love this part. But passing through their midst, he went his own way. You can go your own way. You can. If you're in Jesus, he went his own way. He passed just right through them. They're going, well, where did he go? It's like he disappeared. I mean, you remember Oral Roberts? He said, you know, he didn't go under the crowd. He didn't go over the crowd. He didn't walk around it. He just went right through the crowd. And they didn't even see him anymore. You know what that is? Peace. You know what? That's one thing. I also want peace. I want confidence. I want his direction. I want confidence, but I also want peace this year. You know, if I lay out any goals of my own, and believe me, I've written down some things, and I have some things I've been believing God for, but I'm believing God for more than that because he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen. Infinitely beyond our highest hopes, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Amen. But uh, th this peace that allowed him to walk right through the crowd, Jesus said, my peace, peace I leave with you, my own peace I now give and bequeath to you. This is something he left us. And we can either take it or not take it. Amen. 
Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Say that with me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Say it, troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Say afraid. There's two things there. Troubled and afraid. Troubled and afraid. There are, there are people that can trouble you. You know, there, I used to think his peace will help us in times of fear. And I've seen that. I mean, you, you, you've heard me, and I've, and I've shared the story when after church one night in California, our family was robbed by a, a whole gang of gunmen that came in a restaurant. All of them had shotguns. One moment you're beat, you get a standing ovation in a church. The next moment you got a shotgun on you, and your kids are right here, right next to you and right across from you. You know, I experienced that peace. I began to pray in the Spirit, and it was like a bubble that came over our table. And my girls even said, Dad, we just knew even then. We didn't have to go to counseling or anything because it was a peace of God that kept our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And then it was about a, a year and a half ago that after church, I had a wonderful service, and then I was looking for my hotel, and I pulled over to, at a store in a very busy place. Next 10, 15 minutes, I was being chased around by a gang in a car that wanted to take my life. I know what it is to have that peace when it seems like you're going down in a plane, things aren't going very well. Man, I spoke out loud in tongues in a, in a car not too long ago, just praying, and not a car, in a plane not long ago. I mean, I had cowboy boots older than those pilots, and we were in a mess. And uh, that's the last place you want to be. And bless their hearts, they pulled it off really good, but we never did land. We had to go back to where we were coming from. But uh, that peace of God that helps you in times of trouble, amen. amen. That's a good thing. My peace I leave with you. Don't let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. But then he says, stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. Well, that's not fear. That's just everyday stuff. That's stuff like when you get out on, on the roadway here, on 75 or 80 or wherever you're going. I never heard of road rage. I mean, road rage to us in Tennessee is possum in the headlights. We're going to have gravy tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That was a terrible thought. But I'm just saying, it, it, I never heard of that until I got older. But now it's an everyday occurrence. People get so agitated and disturbed over nothing. Lord, help me. And I'm, I'm guilty. I'm not totally innocent on this myself. I mean, I went to a, I was on my way out of town not long ago. And I thought, well, I had to go to the bank. I'm just going to go by and get Rita something from Chick-fil-A. And I had a long drive. And I was going somewhere. But I'm going to do that. And I'd already had something needed. I didn't doing it totally for my wife. And I went over there. And this kid was next to me. And he just sitting there. And in his car, you know, and, and I'd already ordered and pulled up, and then he just starts inching up. You know when they have two lanes that go into one? Now, I probably shouldn't even tell you this, because I know y'all think very highly of me. Anyway, <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, and I actually, I thought, are you kidding me? And I rolled down my window, I said, are you really going to do this? That kid looked at me and said, well, you go ahead then. All right. And I did. <laughs> Aggravating little. <laughs> I get around the corner, and they had a new system, and there was a guy taking money outside of the Chick-fil-A. You know what he said to me? 
Doll Dykes, my goodness alive, stood there, Doll Dykes is in my line today at Chick-fil-A, the greatest guitar picker and all this kind of stuff, and he was walking and said, you came to Lee University, and I tell you, God touched my heart that day, and he gave me some new direction in my life. You are such a blessing. I felt about that big. And I'm thinking, no, I was sinking in my chair. I didn't want anybody to know I was Doyle Dykes. <laughs> what an embarrassing moment. I felt so bad about that. I mean, I, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have bought the kids breakfast or whatever. But I just thought that, you know, God, you're not finished with me yet. He's still the potter. We're still the clay. Just because we've been saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and, and maybe even preach a little bit, that doesn't mean that we get hard where he can't work with us. Amen? You've got to keep yourself soft and pliable. That's what delight yourself means. Delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. It means to make yourself soft and pliable. I went to my wife, drove, I said, I just had the craziest. I said, good Lord. And I told her about it. I said, I feel so ashamed of myself. The bad thing about it is about a, two weeks later, I was playing at Lee University again. I'm thinking, I bet that kid's out there looking at me and said, there's that guy Chick-fil-A. Lord, help me. Am I the only one here? Okay. I don't think I am or I don't think the Lord would have spoken to my heart to share this and I'm going to share it and i got to quit. Peace I leave with you. This is a peace that kept him from the cradle to the cross. He didn't have a cradle. He didn't even have that. Amen. It kept him through his life. Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. It means it said don't let it. That's a choice. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Then he went on to say in the Amplified, Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. I went to this show not long ago, and I was invited to, and it was a big show. And it was down in Hollywood, California, at the MIT, the musical, whatever they call it, GIT. I don't know what they call it. I never went to music school. <laughs> I mean, if you put a, you know, as a friend of mine told me not long ago, he just got the job as a worship leader at First Baptist Dallas. He said, don't you know how to get a guitar player to quit playing? Put some sheet music in front of him. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, and I went there, and we were talking about, uh, we were talking about these, uh, all this equipment, and I had this little thing. I had this right here, this little amp and this little pedal board thing. It's not even a board. It's just a little thing. And they had, a, it was a huge stage. And there must have been millions of dollars worth of equipment. I've never seen such pedal boards in my life. Steve Vai is right here in the middle. I'm right over here. It was such a big pedal board. The mic was way out here like this, and I still had to lean over. It was so big. It was for, you know, because for their other guests that were there. And I had 30 minutes. I had a 30-minute show. Can you believe that? And at the end of the show... Uh, Steve Vai and his whole band played, we played While My Guitar Gently Weeps. 
And I, it was like getting on a train. Boy, those, you get on it, you better hang on. Here we go. I mean, some of the best musicians I ever, ever heard. And, uh, but I wasn't intimidated. But I looked, and I had this, and, and they're kind of looking at me. And, and all this stuff. And here I am with that. And I just went up, and I started with How Great Thou Art. And I had a preacher friend of, my, of mine there with me. And he said, Dole, when you started playing How Great Thou Art in that place, he said, I could just sense the devil's running out the door, you know. Not that Steve's full of the devil, I'm not saying that. But he said it was just, it was just an amazing thing how there was such a different spirit. And when you began to play that, it went just this way. And the Holy Spirit gave me favor. God gave me favor with them, and you could just sense that he was in the house. He filled the house. Well, not long ago, Steve was here. And Nuno Betancourt and uh, what's some of those other guys? Uh, Ingve Malmsteen and who's the guy that plays the, the great big guy looking like Thor on the guitar? Zach Wilde and all these great, they're great musicians. And they were here in Dallas. And I had gotten a call that there was a man that was only expected to live, wasn't even expected to live through Christmas. And the only thing they asked if they, we could get him a wheelchair spot because when he bought the ticket, he didn't even need to be in a wheelchair. And by that time, he was in hospice. And I contacted Steve. And it was like, are you kidding me? It's like he loves to do things. He lived to do things like that. And I can't tell you, he gave them carte blanche and all of his family gave them all tickets, backstage passes, that whole thing. And, and I got to thinking about that. Lord, I don't know that I, I went. I didn't go to Hollywood for me. I went to Hollywood for them. And I went to Hollywood for that guy in Texas that was dying, that his last uh, desire and, uh, was to, to go to that show. He said, if I can live that long. Well, he's still alive, and we've been talking to him, and I sent him my audio book, and my latest CD, and his wife said, that thing goes on all the time, 24-7. I mean, we've been playing your record, ministering to him. People want to do good things in life. You can be that person in that vehicle. Just don't let yourself be cowardly and intimidated. I could have got up there and said, oh, I don't know that I don't want to do this. I could have backed out. That's not what God wants. Amen. He wants you to have that perfect peace that you can just walk, even walk through opposition. And don't be agitated with little things in life. Life's too big for that. You're too big for that. I'm way too big for that. I've learned some good lessons in my life. I've told the Lord before, I said, Lord, please understand, I, you don't have to do that but once. But I think I've learned my lesson. Please don't let it happen again. Amen. I want this year to be a special year. I want to be used by, by the Lord. But most of all, I want to be in that place where he can continue to mold me and make me what he wants me to be. And that my heart would be in the right place where he can do that. In Jesus' name. Is that what you want? Is that a good resolution? Amen. Well, that's the word. Praise the Lord. God bless. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.